Searching for your home away from home? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Barbados Travel Guide Podcast, the welcome stamp edition, where we talk about moving to Barbados, working remotely, life, the Bajan way, and so much more. I'm your host, Joel Manning, and it's time to learn about paradise. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Barbados Travel Guide Podcast, the welcome stamp edition. I'm your host, Joel Manning. On today's podcast, joining me all the way from Canada, we have these two lovely individuals. So just introduce yourself for everybody. My name is Simi Kular, and uh, I'm from Toronto, here on the Welcome Stamp, and this is our little puppy, Sky. Hi, Sky. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, she's on a vacation in Barbados. So exactly. <laughs> and she's eating a burger, so life couldn't be better. I wish I was Sky right now. <laughs> Uh, so how has your experience been moving from Toronto to Barbados? Um, I mean, I have to say it was rather seamless. Um, you know, it's it, we decided in probably the second week of August and moved second week of September. So it was a Ooh, very was quick, 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 it one. was a really <laughs> quick turnaround. Um, we ended up, uh, we never thought we'd get a puppy and we did during COVID. So we were tasked with figuring out whether we could bring her or not. So that was actually one of the first, you know, after checking if my husband could do his job here and whether we could find the kids some schools that was the the on the top four uh list of things that we needed to check to see whether it was even going to be possible for or not so so yeah so i have to say it went pretty well i mean it was a lot of uh, hard work on our side (laughs) but still it all worked out in the end and now we're here and and she's having a great time it is definitely benefit yeah oh for sure sky sky's having a blast there like i said i wish i was sky i know for, for sky transitioning from in Toronto temperature ways and what's not coming to Barbados how do you think it was for her um I mean it was summer when we came so temperature wise I think she was fine it's I think the biggest change for her was the whole the uh, fact that in Toronto we live like there's inside and there's outside right so there's no like we have AC everywhere so the doors are always shut here she had like everything's open all the time all of our doors she can go in and out she can go into the you know there's just a lot of space that she can explore and and kind of do it on her own so that was a really big change for her but I think a good change and to be honest I was kind of dreading having to do my first winter with her at home so (laughs) the fact that I'm doing it here is 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 a great transition for us too because it's our first time having a dog too (laughs) so yeah that's great to hear and well talking about in and out we're gonna love sky to head out now and go and get a little walk a little run and then we're going to continue our conversation with Simi. Sounds good. Moving on from there now, what was the process like? Like, What did you have to do to bring Sky to Barbados? Um, so I think for us it was a little bit different than uh, uh, because she's a puppy. <laughs> so we had just um, gotten her probably a couple of months before we decided to move to Barbados. So she hadn't had all of her vaccinations yet. She hadn't been vaccinated for, for rabies. So because there is that requirement that if you are getting a new vaccination for rabies, you have to wait 35 days before you travel. That was a thing that actually delayed our, it was really that 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 actually determined our arrival date in, in Barbados because my kids started school the week before, but they had to miss a week of school, <laughs> which they weren't too sad about. Um, and so for us, the challenge was how do we get all of her vaccinations because there's the requirements to wait two weeks between each vaccination and just kind of timing all of that before we came was a bit of a challenge for me. Um, she had to get spayed before we came. So she, poor thing, she went through a lot uh, in a short period of time, but that's not really, that was just because of our situation, her being a puppy. Um, and then outside of that, I think there's the, it's like, we were stressed about you know her flying on a plane for the first time because we had never 
A, we've never had a dog, and B, we've never traveled with a dog. Um, and so not really knowing how the airlines were going to manage that, whether she was going to be in the cabin with us or in the cargo. Luckily, she was in the cabin with us because she was small enough. Um, yeah, so, I mean, those are some of the things that we were concerned about. I, I, obviously, we looked into what the requirements were um, from Barbados, and that was we felt that was doable, and that's why we kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of kept going with it. Uh, the rest was just kind of more organizational stuff, getting things lined up in terms of timing and that kind of thing. All right, so now you've gone through that process then. What advice do you have for somebody who's going to be watching this podcast with regards to bringing their cat or dog to Barbados? Um, so I think the, the first thing is really to just to go on the website, the veterinary services website. I think that's uh, that's the link um, to get the correct um, health certificate, the one that's specific to Barbados, and then share that with your veterinarian back at home. Um, because there's some different types of, uh, they need to be dewormed, they have to have certain things done within the within the seven days before you travel. So again, that just helps kind of figure out the timing of all the things you need to do. Uh, you need to get a broker here. So I, I, that's one of the things like the, we joined the Barbados expat group on Facebook, which was a really big help because there's people were sharing so much information about the entire uh, process of, of moving here. So that's where I got some of that information. Um, I had to call the veterinary services <laughs> here. They were really helpful, actually. The fact that somebody picked up a phone was amazing. Um, they were the ones that were able to email me those forms. So I think it's just kind of getting all of your ducks in a row and just getting the, the right paperwork uh, in hand, understanding what that process is. I know there's companies that will do re relocation for you as well, but at that time in Toronto, there was only one company that did it and they were closed because of COVID. So I didn't even have that. I was I was willing to shell out the money for that, but I didn't have that option. So we did everything ourselves and actually it ended up being not that bad and not that expensive. So I think depending on the, the broker that you get here, the cost can be um, pretty reasonable as well. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that... Um, and again, one other thing, we came when Canada was medium risk, so we didn't have to quarantine. So that's the, that, that, that changes things a lot for people. So I can't really speak to that process, like what it would be like to move here as a high risk um, or coming from a high risk country, because I think that's where I'm sure there's resources out there for people that need to be separated from their pet if they can't find a villa or a facility, a quarantine facility that accepts pets. Um, the other thing is finding a home that you know a rental a property that would allow pets as well so i think that i think is slowly changing maybe people are becoming more um open to the idea luckily our landlord has a dog themselves so they were you know they were great about it and then they've been amazing so i think it's really touching base with a real estate agent making sure that you you know put that out there i know one thing that we did was we just said look we're, we're willing to pay a higher security deposit to cover to, to make it more appealing for a landlord to want to take um, take us on because we have a pet which might cover any of the issues related to um, damages and things like that but yeah and the other thing to remember I guess is that we're um, you know in North America or in, in most other countries pets are inside whereas yeah, in yeah. Barbados <laughs> they're typically outside so I think they're used to being in the home and people landlords here can feel comfortable that usually they're trained for that yeah so no yeah. problem, right? So we've definitely talked a lot about Sky and her experience and how you guys had to go through the process for her. But now in terms of your family, you know, how, how was that transition, you know? One, having your kids know in a different school environment, you know, how did that really go for you all? Um, actually, it was really good. Like I said, we there was a few main things that were big, you know, the, the, the four main things, my husband's job, finding the right school. Luckily, 
there's an, if my kids go to Lockerbie College here, um, right off the bat, it just felt like a really good fit for my kids. My kids have, you know, varying different needs and the small class size situation was actually almost more ideal than the school they were in in, in Canada. So I was like, oh my goodness, this couldn't be, uh, couldn't be better. And so yeah, work, puppy, school, and then finding the right place to live. So it was, it was, once we got those four things sorted out, the rest was just kind of, you know, what food do we bring or what, you know, what things do we need that we can't find here and that, you know, all that stress. But um, I mean, it's a big deal to move your entire family in, in a short period of time. And given that it went really, really smoothly. My kids didn't even miss a beat. I was expecting probably more of a transition. Probably Sky had the hardest time. It's, I mean, she's really little and um, just a lot of upheaval. Um, but within a few weeks, she was good. So, yeah, no and then, oh, actually, I'm going to say the hardest thing for me was the heat. It was really <laughs> hot in September. It was, I was dying. I, it was hot for me, too. I, okay, good. I fully understand. Because I was like, I'm, am I just a really weak Canadian who can't handle the heat? But everybody told me no. That's not true. <laughs> so, yeah. No, no, and funny enough, right off camera, you just happened to mention that, uh, you know, the driving situation here was a little oh, different okay. for you. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. You know, like, how have you been finding that, you know, transitioning from well, your Toronto driving skills <laughs> to here in Barbados now? Well, you know, my children do call me the taxi cab driver, so I, I will <laughs> say I'm an aggressive driver. But um, actually, it, I, I, it's been really fun for me learning how to drive on the other side of the road. I was a little apprehensive about that, but it, it was really fine. We took it slow the first few few weeks, and now I think now we drive like Bajans. So. <laughs> um, I was just saying that uh, I think... Asians are very polite drivers. They always let you in when you have to make a turn. I don't know if Torontonians would do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can now put that on my list of things that I've done. <laughs> I don't know how to drive on the other side of the road. So yeah. All right, so we talked a lot about, you know, bringing Sky here, school with your kids. Um, let's head now into the professional aspect of things with your husband and working. How has he found um, coming all out here and working remotely? Other than being stuck inside all day, every day, and working all day, yeah, uh, no, no he's it's not been. Happy to find out you guys are happy. No, he's not. He's a little <laughs> upset about that. Um, so no, actually, it was a very easy transition for him too, just in the sense that I think the biggest thing is the fact that you guys have fiber internet on the island, right? Like that's to be able to work remotely, you need to have for sure. really good internet speeds. And uh, so again, that was one of the big check marks at the beginning too. Um, as soon as we knew that that was possible here. Uh, it made things a lot easier. He uh, sits in his AC all day and he does his work and uh, he, he wishes he, he had a little bit more time outside, but no, it's been going, it's been going really well. Yeah, and, and I think for us in Canada, mm -hmm. the time change, the being, you know, there was no time change at the beginning and now it's just an hour makes things obviously a lot easier. Yeah, so in terms of the fun note that he is not having, but you guys are having, because we were talking a little bit off camera with regards to the social aspects of Barbados that you're you're thoroughly enjoying. So just tell everybody now a bit about them with regards, for example, like the dog group that you mm -hmm. would have joined. Yeah, so I recently joined, uh, it's a WhatsApp group of, of uh, dog owners, uh, typically expat do dog owners. So we, you know, get have different get-togethers uh, throughout the month. We schedule play dates for the dogs because we want to make sure that they continue to be socialized with other puppies. Uh, it's a great place to share information, whether it's looking for a vet that you, you know, that works for you, or where do you find your, you know, dog's food or get the right, best toys, that kind of thing. Um, it's been a really great resource. Uh, the other great resource is the Barbados Expat group on, on Facebook. So we've joined a couple of those groups. So they've been a wealth of information. 
And yeah, I just, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to share a couple of really great restaurants that have been really dog friendly. Sure, so yeah, I'd yes. love to plug them because they've been really, really great. Uh, West Coast specifically, uh, we live on the West Coast and the West Coast has been really dog friendly, especially since we had been warned prior to coming that it may not be exactly the way it is in North America. Um, so Sea Shed, uh, La Cabane, um, on the East Coast, we went to Roundhouse Cafe and they were really dog friendly. And we joined the Barbados Cruising Club, which is also a very dog friendly place. So we get to do that every weekend. My son's taking sailing lessons there. And um, so, yeah, so we found a few of our spots that work for us and we can take the dog along with us because she's not so used to being on her own yet. Um, but yeah, so, so overall, you know, overall it's been going really well. And then how long are you guys actually planning to be in Barbados? Um, so the plan right now is to stay for the school year. So um, likely go back early July as soon as school well, you finishes. Don't have to go back to the I know, I know. We figured we might as well go back, go back to Toronto when it's uh, nice and sunny there. And uh, yeah, so that's the plan right now. And who knows what will happen next year? I mean, we could be having this conversation next year. Exactly. You, you never know. Depending mean, on what happens with those vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. But um, before we go, is there anything that you just want to mention uh, with regards to whether or not it was your guy, um, you guys coming over, whether or not it was something to do with Sky, you know, any last tidbits that you want to leave with those who are watching this podcast? Um, I think the main thing is that you can, um, you know, I think it's really about finding a few people here that you can reach out to and kind of, you know, become your community because that becomes the people that you can check in with if you need anything. Um, I think that becomes, that's the hardest thing when you move somewhere, right? You need to know who do I call yeah. to get some information. And I think that's where Facebook and social media has really been super helpful for us. And, uh, and, and I think that that's about it. I think just reach out to people. Don't be afraid to ask, you know, the random person the question. <laughs> I think you have to kind of put yourself out there and, and that's about it. Uh, but we're definitely happy that you're here having a blast uh, with your family and Sky, who's also a part of the family now exactly. as well. But we definitely want to say continue enjoying Barbados and we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you so much. Barbados has been so warm and so welcoming. So we, uh, yeah, we will definitely be promoting the welcome stamp. We have been to everybody <laughs> we know. So yeah, thank you. Uh, no problem at all. Well, guys, thanks for joining us here on the Barbados Travel Guide Welcome Stamp Podcast. It's been an amazing time. Uh, thanks very much to me and also Sky uh, for having an amazing chat but join us next time because you never know who we'll have next. <laughs>